Welcome to the Art of Humanity. I'm your host, Jessica Ann. This is my podcast where you can listen for fresh perspectives with artists, leaders, authors, and your favorite entrepreneurs. You can explore creativity and consciousness, evolve your business with the Art of Humanity. Now, here's this week's episode. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening, as always, to the show. This is the very first episode of 2019. I hope you're coming into the year feeling aligned and refreshed. I know I certainly am. If you like this podcast, I'd love for you to leave a five-star review on iTunes. It would really mean so much to me and help me to gain momentum. It only takes a few seconds, so if you could go over right now to iTunes and leave a review, I'll maybe even give you a shout-out in my next episode. Now, this is a solo episode where I'm reflecting on 2018 and realigning with intentions for 2019. Instead of a New Year's resolution, I choose a few words as intentions, and then I apply them to my life. It's more about how I want to feel instead of goals. When I align in this way, I end up creating more serendipity and ease with my life and my business. This is what I've been doing for the past seven years. I can't even believe it's been that long, but I've really found that this works best for me. The other thing is I'm noticing a theme, how each year I learn a little bit less in my head and I'm embodying a bit more in my heart and my body. And wow, I'll share more of this soon, but it's really been quite a whirlwind. The two words that I chose for 2018 were curiosity and efficiency. The hidden tension between these words is intentional. Curiosity is pretty expansive, and efficiency is restrictive. Here's how I applied curiosity and efficiency in 2018, and I'm going to share 11 things I learned along with these two words throughout the past year. Number one is I came to the realization that ideas lead to success. I invested a lot of time and energy into intellectual curiosity this year. I read 50 books, about one book per week. And I'm actually going to write about all of these books in a new post coming soon. These books that I read have introduced me to new thoughts, ideas, and perceptions that were not possible before. And I'm applying a lot of what I've read into the core of my business in 2019. With that in mind, I do realize that the path to true self-actualization is not just knowing in the mind, but with embodying a new way of existing in the world. Ideas can lead to success, but only when we get out of our heads and into our hearts. The second thing that I learned in 2018 was that the universe has a great sense of humor. This year was all about embodiment, and for embodiment to happen, I often talk about the importance of alignment in work, but never in a million years would I have expected it to show up in the form of physical alignment. I unexpectedly had to start seeing a chiropractor for the very first time in my life after experiencing excruciating pain in my neck. The good news is that this chiropractor turned out to be an energy healer in many ways. He recommended that I take a break from working out to recalibrate, and I pretty much couldn't work out even if I tried. I was in that much pain. So I allowed him to do adjustments on me and really surrender to the experience of what was happening. The former me would have freaked out about not working out, but the new me surrenders. So I spent the last part of 2018 in a deep reset mode, recalibrating and healing. And now that I'm finally able to work out again, I can integrate new energies from a higher octave and in an entirely new way than I ever thought possible. 
As a former fitness addict, workouts have always helped me to take the edge off. The endorphins of a daily workout lightened my mood. I either craved the runner's high or the yogi sigh, and I existed out of habit believing that these were the rules. I'm beyond grateful for the physicality of my body, and I wrote more about this on Instagram. If you don't follow me over there, here's what I wrote. Fitness has always been crucial to my productivity and well-being. I've been an athlete since I was little, doing gymnastics, softball, basketball, track, you name it. As an adult, I continue to seek a new edge. I even ran a marathon and went through yoga teacher training. Addiction runs deep. Even if a workout is perceived as a good addiction, it still owned me. Now I see my body through an entirely new lens. Today I exist in a deep state of surrender. I realize that the portal to perfection is not found through the fitness of a body, and it's definitely not through the logic of the mind. It's found when we embody the here that we weave through a nonlinear sphere. I'm not stuck in my shadow, although I can still see it, and I'm not claiming to be a savior. I'm simply a human embodying what I know to be true, and I'm existing in the same time in her story as you. As mere specks in the universe calibrating at different frequencies, we offer ourselves and ourselves, C-E-L-L-S, to Mother Earth. We keep spinning to impart a new way, and each one of us has a say. We're on a roller coaster in the amusement park of life, with no need for a ticket to enter. Proceed with caution. Humanity is on the rise, and it dares everyone who enters to bypass the rules to feel the ecstasy of new heights. The third thing I learned in 2018 is that I'm feeling into what it's like to live life like it's art. Carrie Fisher famously said, I don't want my life to imitate art. I want my life to be art. I'm here to create the next paradigm of marketing through artistic self-expression and true liberation. And sometimes the only way into the next paradigm is throwing yourself off into the unknown. I went camping for the very first time in my life in May of 2018. I somehow survived six days off the grid. I tapped into the magic of the desert. I received divine wisdom from the Navajos, and I met amazing new friends. I truly believe that we are on this earth to feel, to not numb out. And in this new paradigm, reality is really our new television. I dove deep into reality through new and old tools, using meditation, EFT, which is a new tool for me this year, emotional freedom technique. And also up until the latter part of the year, I was doing yoga. And I really learned how to create from this embodied place, which I'll share more with you soon. I took an embodiment workshop with one of my favorite authors and teachers, Philip Shepard, who I've also interviewed on my podcast. I also had the honor and the pleasure to meet many of my podcast guests in real life, And I built true friendships with people who have inspired me from afar. These experiences, workshops, and friendships have allowed me to truly show up in the world as me. The fourth thing I've learned in 2018 is that travel allows me to be with a capital B. I traveled to three different countries, Costa Rica, France, and Portugal. I really, truly fell in love with Lisbon. And it's so funny because ever since moving to California, I've been searching for the perfect city. I really want the sunshine of Los Angeles, but the people and the culture of San Francisco. When the wheels of my plane touched down in Portugal, it really felt like home. 
And it's exactly what I'm looking for in a city. It has both. It has sunshine and it has that really cool, edgy grit of uh, San Francisco. And I also had the chance to hang out with friends who moved to Portugal two years ago. They moved from New York City and I haven't seen them since. So it was so nice to catch up with them and have them show us around the city. I also explored my beautiful state of California and traveled all over the state. I traveled to Catalina, Santa Barbara, Laguna Beach, and downtown Los Angeles with a special end-of-year visit to the last bookstore. I also visited San Francisco many times. The fifth thing I learned in 2018 is that minimalism is an act of self-care. An ongoing theme throughout my work is that minimalism is self-care. It's really simple. But I published an article in Thought Catalog on this called Five Incredible Benefits of Practicing Minimalism, and you can go over to Thought Catalog to check that out. I also more openly discussed why minimalism taught me to stop speaking. I took two seemingly random topics, minimalism and the speaking industry, and used it as a post of reflection and truth. The sixth thing I learned in 2018 is that podcasting is really the platform for the counterculture. One of the reasons why I love podcasting so much is that it's not being controlled by the algorithms or the large media corporations just yet. This is the art of humanity, isn't it? It's a thread to unite our awareness and understanding today. I believe that we will look back in time to see podcasting as one of the greatest threads of our counterculture. I published season four of my episode with 14 episodes, and I really believe that podcasts are the path to true leadership today. The seventh thing that I learned in 2018 is that facts are accumulated by effort, but truth reveals itself effortlessly. This wisdom is gleaned from one of my favorite books of 2018. He's one of my new teachers who I stumbled upon, and I'm so grateful for his work. The book is called Power vs. Force by Dr. David Hawkins, and I highly, highly recommend it. I share more about the necessity for truth and poetry in my podcast episode number 41. The eighth thing I learned in 2018 is that hustling is a form of hiding. This truth was shared by one of my mentors, Seth Godin, in episode 40 of The Art of Humanity. I truly believe that we need a recalibration and realignment of what quote-unquote success means today. Hustling is a form of hiding because many of those hustlers aren't actually creating meaningful work in the world. They're using the hustle as a way to hide, and I don't really condone this lifestyle. I think deep down we're craving more meaning and purpose, and the softer side of marketing and culture is needed. It's the alignment instead of the hustle, and we really need to start recalibrating today. The ninth thing I learned in 2018 is that consciousness is the modern-day Oz. Consciousness is a constant journey, and evolution can be challenging. But if you continue to follow the yellow brick road, you'll realize that it's not the destination itself, but rather exploring the beautiful dichotomy between being and becoming. The 10th thing I learned is that blockchain is the new beatnik. The blockchain is decentralized, and it's built off of real human relationships. I wrote a guest post for a site called White Rabbit which is in the ICO space, and it's about the new opportunity in the collaborative economy. I shared my experience with blockchain, which began back with Bitcoin in 2012, if you can believe that. The 11th and final thing that I learned in 2018 is that poetry is the portal to the next paradigm. Language is our first technology. It's how we can step into the mind of another human to explore his or her consciousness. 
This creates a communal space where thoughts become things. And then it's from this place that we realize that marketing is no longer what we do, it's who we are. Florence Welsh from Florence and the Machine has said, songs can be incredibly prophetic, like subconscious warnings or messages to myself, but I often don't know what I'm trying to say until years later. Or a prediction comes true, and I couldn't do anything to stop it. So it seems like a kind of useless magic. The new world that we're co-creating means that we need to embody passion and exist on love. This paradigm is not about logic and reason because it's a world bigger than our mind-based egos. It's a world that's filled with the beauty and the magic that becomes possible when we live in the experience of the heart through awareness, intuition, and embodiment. When we create purely for creativity purposes, we elevate the human consciousness and give rise to a new paradigm where serendipity and content collide. The writers and artists of today are creating a new world where we can deliver new ways of thinking that are far from the status quo. What did you learn in 2018? I would love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to me at jessica at jessicaannmedia.com. And if you're wondering what my word or words are for 2019, I am still trying to sit with it and meditate on it. So I'll be sure to share in the next episode. In the meantime, follow me on Instagram or Twitter at it's Jessican. It starts with an I. That's I-T-S-J-E-S-S-I-C-A-N-N. Until next time, listen, explore, evolve. <laughs>